when this funny Gleep gives me the stopwatch. Yeah, that's what George called him, a Gleep. And this, this crazy Gleep gave me this watch. <laughs> that's what George called him, a Gleep. Gleep. If this doesn't kill me. I don't know why I drink these, because I can't feel effects of energy drinks. Yeah, you can't be drinking it for the taste, right? Apparently not, because that doesn't taste that good. No, it's Red Bull. It's an energy drink. No energy drink. No one has ever drunk energy drinks, because they're like, hmm, actually. The C4 Skittles ones are pretty good. C4, for some reason, is the only. But then that one's like, hey, you want to feel every hair on Because your- it's a bomb of flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if this podcast thing isn't, wasn't taken off so quickly, you could go into marketing. <laughs> I would market it as the only drink you can't bring into an airport. The only drink worth putting in the parking garage of the Twin Towers. <laughs> Circa 1993. <laughs> yeah. You advertise shit today, but you base it off of old, like, terrorist sex. <laughs> that would, that'd be great. No one does anything creative anymore. C4, the only drink worth throwing at Hiroshima. You're like, what? You can't say that. The only energy drink that's also a playable bingo move. Everybody's like, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, that's not. Do you know how bingo works? Do you know how to spell bingo? Do you think it's singo? <laughs> My favorite bingo move? I-19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, that there's that trope of anybody gets a B, and then some family member that usually is... Before a- what? I was gonna say, like, oh. like the vitamin, or like B6, or B12. There's like a billion B vitamins. We're almost, I think every, I think every fucking possible B thing, you could say the fucking, like, the vitamin. But nobody does it for, like, B2. Or everyone's favorite, oh, 69. It has to be said like that when the person pulls the ball. That and one. then everyone goes, oh. <laughs> And then they're like, all the kids won't get it, but the adults understand. (laughs) Like, what, what, what is happening right now? (laughs) Christmas bingo was weird when that one was called. Yeah, did I just find myself in the middle of some weird orgy? (laughs) I don't understand what's going on. Probably. And to this day, I still don't get it. (laughs) Is it? Oh, it's because the six and the nine. If you rotate it 180 degrees, it's still 69, and that's funny. That is a cool number, sex position aside. Sex, what? 88's <laughs> also like that, but that's not a sex position. That's you want to go 88? That's just like a dual racetrack right by each other. Somebody's like, hey, I'm going to build a racetrack. And his brother's like, hey, can I put mine right next to it? We or, can make a number. Or in uh, fifth grade when he goes, everyone 86 your snacks. And he was really adamant that that was a thing. Isn't it? Did we ever look this up? I don't think so. Eject or bar someone from a restaurant, bar, etc. They were accused of cheating and 86 from their favorite casino. Reject, discard, or canceled. Yeah, so he would, I hate 86 culture. He'd, he'd can, say, you say, can you say that in place of cancel yeah. culture? I'm calling it that. Though. He'd say, everyone, 86 your snacks. And it's like, don't say that. What he, he was so adamant to get that into our lexicon. We're like, we're in fifth grade. Lexicon is an underused word. Everyone says vernacular. Like they're trying to be all fancy. Cool. Yeah, lexicon's, lexicon's like an like an orb. When I think of lexicon, <laughs> it's like some weird fucking thing. You press a button and then it pops up like a wall of holographic text. That's yeah. That's when you're asking someone a question and they go, "Maybe you should go consult the lexicon." And then you walk into like a library and you go, "Lexicon, what is this?" And then it goes. Boop, boop. 
boop, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that that SpongeBob episode where they had the magic lexiconch? Oh, I thought you were gonna ask where they have the magic mic. That SpongeBob episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can forget. <laughs> Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Patrick's like, SpongeBob, what am I? And he, was, he, he just, he just method and he, acted as Channing Tatum. And he Tatum. unzipped himself and he was Channing Tatum. And not a gorilla. We right, all thought he was uh, a, yeah. a gorilla. Well, we were dumb kids. True. Still are. When do you... Oh, <laughs> we, we need to get... We need to... I can see the... This Who's now, Lexicon? That sounds like some Vietnamese porn star. Lexi Khan. <laughs> I could see that as a name. Or like some sh- really bad That's my clone. porn name. That's a good porn name. Thanks. That's gotta exist. For me? Or anybody. You can do whatever. I... This... Yeah, I was thinking about getting into Vietnamese porn. That's <laughs> <laughs> a white man. <laughs> I think there's a real market for it. It's a it. white man fronting as a Vietnamese woman. I think that... Vietnamese porn scene is really just lacking someone who is able to pull off an American soldier. Yeah, I was going to say you could really get into that Vietnam War subtype of Vietnamese porn. Yeah, I'm, ge- I'm going to really get into like the. What? Me Lai Asaker. I don't want to say gang Fuck rape. Fuck you, that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> I impressed myself with that. That's the name of every video I post. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, before we really get into this... Can we... Bef- before you, we you, get into my before, go ahead. Yeah, because you remember your thoughts. Yeah. I don't. So, like, this <laughs> yeah. is, that's why I feel so bad interrupting you, but like this has but to I'm, be said. But I'm not stupid. Can we try to get a thematic... You know, like, when you go to, like, a hotel. Per, like, an actual hotel. Not a motel or a Holiday Inn. <laughs> um... <laughs> How sometimes there's, and I don't think this is a thing. I really actually personally like Motel 6s because they leave the lights on for me. Yeah, you never shut them off. <laughs> Brightest I'm, buildings I'm in try, the city. I'm trying to go to sleep. Little, little, little do people know. There's no active <laughs> light switches. The lights are just always on. It's a, it's a fucking <laughs> gas fireplace lit up in the middle of your room. Like, <laughs> Why is it's it so hot, hot in here? In here. <laughs> it's the middle of summer. It take, Yeah, this is a two-bedroom hotel room. And the second bed is replaced with a, a lit fire that can't be put <laughs> And on. also the first bed is, too. <laughs> You'll be sleeping com- on the floor. We call this room the room of competing fires. <laughs> I feel it was more of a... No, we don't have any cots. <laughs> You'll be sleeping in the pile of hay between the fires. And <laughs> <laughs> the really, really dry hay. Yeah. And then there's some... There's anim- no glass over the fire pits. There's some wool in there, so it, if it catches fire, you'll wake up because it's going to smell awful. This is the burning hair room. You'll be sleeping on the eye on the steel wool. You'll- <laughs> Everybody wants to have... It's steel wool and dead hair. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that was a trope that's not a thing anymore, which is probably for a reason. Mainly because everything lacks soul or purpose or, you know, whatever. We can... Get into that, but that's not funny. So let's not go with that. Well, right. we can talk about it, and maybe we can. But we can it, say it in a silly voice, and then it'll be funny, funny, funny. Doesn't it feel more seventies esque to for hotel rooms to have thematic rooms like a uh, cow skull on the wall, or like a? I, I don't <laughs> every know if it was, every motel if it room just, is Texas themed. That's probably a thing still in Texas. <laughs> but if it was for. If you like want that, you go to or something like that, Where there's like the lover's suite and stuff like that. And the bed's shaped like a heart. How come nobody... Yeah. How come like, nobody... Okay, so logistically then, 
our heads are really far apart and then our feet are right next to each other. That's how we're sleeping. That's the worst kind. Shouldn't of- it? Maybe we should sleep the other way around, but I don't want my head like touching your head while we're sleeping. It's not a good bed. I'm okay with it being a little bit closer because, you know, we're on our honeymoon and I just want to be able to wake up in the middle of the night and mack on you. If it's a big enough heart, you can just sleep in the middle. But if it's too small where the only way you can fully extend your body and only be on the bed... Okay, here's the deal. The only way this marriage is going to work is if I'm taking the heart and you're taking the steel wall. Yeah. The hay's for you. (laughs) Hay's for horses. (laughs) <laughs> so that's where you'll be sleeping. The heart bed is for my first wife. You're married to a horse. That's <laughs> Ed, Mister Ed. They say that as in, uh, like, the hay isn't for what the horses eat. That's what they sleep on. What is? No, that's nay. I thought hay. <laughs> I thought there was a version of hay that was spelled H-E-I-G-H. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, we can start a that trend. Specific hay. That'd be a brand of hay. If anybody wants to make a lot of money selling, it's hay. called hay bale. Or something there like that. There you go. Yeah, perfect. TM. Copywritten. Pending. No one is allowed to it's take pending that. right now. It's pending. That I is ours. We're live tweeting this to my <laughs> my copywriter. You have an active person who exists solely to copyright my ideas phone, for you? I have somebody from Google that listens to the you know your phones all right. the time, that guy. And he just forwards it to people. <laughs> <laughs> we need a copyright on this. They're like, you know this person has... Like, 4,000 patents, right? And none of them are good ideas. <laughs> he goes, one of them might be stolen. Yeah, the, first of all, if you have 4,000 ideas, one of them's probably not bad. One of them's at least half decent. You know how hard it is to have 4,000 only bad ideas? I can give you a list right we now. We probably could, which is frightening. Um, A machine that exists, not even a machine... Uh, an item that exists just to take out like the the little crusty eye boogers. A little, it's like a like a, a foam finger a, kind of thing. Sl- but no, 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 I got this. Okay, it's you know those fucking sleep masks. Yeah, that you, if you live in a motel, but there's a scraper that, that you'll on get it. when you go to like a motel six. Okay, and you put it on. Well, yeah, because you'll then, need it because the lights are on. Yeah, and then there's adhesive right here. It's a one size fits all. So really, every, the whole fucking thing's tape. Okay. So you just tape. That's a tape you put, mask. You put your tape eye cover on. Right. And in the morning, you don't have to pull out the half ounce of crust because it peels off given the eye protection. TM. That one's good luck, listeners. Steal that gem. <laughs> okay. So there's one of the four thousand bad ideas. See, one of them was good. Uh- your first bad idea was amazing. <laughs> Oh no! Imagine maybe I am really bad at having bad ideas. It sucks being this talented. (laughs) You know what? I'm actually feeling so bummed out and so generous because I'm bummed out that I'm gonna say I'm not even gonna copyright that. If anyone wants to take that idea, that's all you. If somebody can make a lot, if somebody can dethrone Bill Gates for Mm -hmm. being the worst nerd with that idea, take it. And you can take all the credit and you can pretend like you invented, like you had a wet dream or something that... Have you ever seen that credit score? Or instead of a number, it just says all the credit? (laughs) When you have all the credit? Yeah. Yeah. I told somebody my credit score a couple days ago and they were impressed. No, it wasn't that. It was, what's your credit limit on your credit card? And it's back when I... You go 500 bucks. (laughs) It's like, whoa! I've never had a reaction from it because I just, just, you just lie to those people. Because they don't, they don't check. What's your Experion score? And you go, mm, I don't want to tell you you're going to crap your pants with how excited you are. And they go, well, trust me, I think I can handle it. I have a really good credit score. And you go, all right, if you think you can handle it, my credit score is 609. What? 
<laughs> and then they literally blow up. I was trying to tell this to our friend's younger brother a couple of days ago because he doesn't he doesn't have a credit score because he's nineteen, so he doesn't have a credit card. Yeah, he's debating with his parents as to which credit card to get, and they're like, "Go through Mayo Credit Union, blah 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 blah," because Mother Mayo will provide, <laughs> of course, and which is a disgusting thing that people say. And I just said, "You can just get a fucking card, like a cash, a beginner a starter cashback card, because you're not going to need." Which is gonna, what most people do. He's going to be a pilot, so he doesn't have to pay for fucking travel. So the reward miles thing is means fuck all. Right. So I said, just get a fucking cash back one and go from there fuck you're not gonna you're not gonna be around the if anybody's gonna be in one spot most of their life it's not going to be you because you're gonna be <laughs> flying and he's in this deep debate with his parents who have only ever been here they're like get a travel car clinic and it's <laughs> yeah, basically that's about as good of their advice I'm like, what are we what are we doing anyway before we get really too deep into this what I, I, I'm, I'm so glad you have a functioning memory <laughs> Not your, I appreciate your that. failing blob of a brain. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> I wanted to mention that... My brain is rough. Yeah, I <laughs> wanted to mention how rough your brain is. <laughs> which isn't that a compliment, because... <laughs> that, that's your isn't, People are, like, if you're stupid, everyone calls smooth you smooth. Brain, so, like, the yeah. rougher your brain, the better your brain, right? So that's a compliment if I walk up to someone and I say, Your brain is must be really rough. It's too coiled. That must be rough to be your brain. It's formed a grit. <laughs> <laughs> you got a sandpaper-like brain. Yeah, the inside of my skull is very smooth because of my rough brain. <laughs> you got a smooth skull. Biggest compliment you can give somebody. What if you didn't have a smooth skull? Is that a thing? Can pe- Yeah, that's gotta be a thing. People have had, like, horns and shit before. Yeah. How come that's not more common? Every skull I've How ever seen has a crack in it. <laughs> How come weird stuff that would happen, like Ripley's Believe It or Not or whatever? And I don't. And yeah, I'll never believe it. Or not. <laughs> I, <won't. laughs> I don't even know who Ripley is. Who? <laughs> Somebody Jeremy shows, Ripley. Somebody shows up in 1910 full of weird fucking facts in a book. Where did you get these? Yeah, just pictures of black and white pictures. How do you know pictures. all this? This Indian man has a horn, like, I guess. Wh- where? Never, I don't even know where that is. <laughs> Who? Did you say Indiana? Who are you? <laughs> Tell this to some ADIQ simpleton farmer. <laughs> oh, God. But why don't... I feel like there's things that would happen. That, but with the internet, you think, oh, it's probably it. There's a lot of thoughts here. Mm-hmm. I think people's attention is taken away from the bread and circuses of today, away from turn of the century stuff of like this guy now has a horn of like that's big news back then, but like now it's like yeah, but he doesn't have Kim Kardashian's ass, so really fuck that guy. And if you've got a- so it probably still happens. There's probably more people alive today with horns than there's ever been. And but if someone's got a horn, they they get they just turn into a meme on the internet. That w- that's that's exactly what would happen. And Somebody's like people have become desensitized because you can just look up someone with a horn. Yeah, exactly. So nobody it's cares. Not cool. Fucking Google. Google Images has ruined I the hate curiosity. <laughs> They say curiosity killed the cat. Well, I say Google Images killed curiosity for killing the because it killed the cat. And Google Images likes cats. Do you think curiosity? Curiosity has to be a, a type of company. Somebody's company name has to be curiosity. Well, I was thinking it was what? maybe a type of a rover. It is. Didn't Red Rover, Red Rover, let the curiosity over. I always thought that was about a dog, but I'm thinking of Clifford. I don't know why I thought he was big and he was red. 
How come that wasn't a big story? Clifford? It was. There was books and shows made about him. Yeah, but where's he now? Probably dead. (laughs) Starting a TV show about where are they now, and it's about children's book characters from the early 2000s. (laughs) There's no way a dog that big lived Uh, this long. Yeah, big people don't live that long. And that dog was bigger than the big people. He's got to have a lot of ticks. And red. That can't be healthy. (laughs) Yeah, why was he red? He He wasn't even like... Like a golden retriever. It wasn't a light brown, it was red. It was just straight up crimson. He was like a cherry, but in dog form. They could have just called him crimson. Why didn't they call him cherry? (laughs) We're we're theory crafting (laughs) Clifford the Big Red Dog. But if his name was more thematic to a subtype of red color. I like the thought that... What did he do? He is some, the guy uh, that made up, and I think it was actually a lady that invented Clifford. She can't draw. So she goes to her artist buddy, and she's like, I wrote a story about a dog. His name is Clifford. Can you draw him for me? Yeah. And the uh, artist goes, can you describe Clifford for me? Because I can draw a dog. I can do that. Most people, yeah. And in her mind, she's... Especially for a kid's book. Right. I think most people could. She's imagining in her mind, like a golden retriever with with a kind of a, you know, like a golden reddish tint... Mm-hmm. It, you know, basking in the light, it looks, it sheens off a, a tint of red, yeah. right? It's a golden retriever. It's a big dog. And she's thinking, okay, maybe it's like a little bit bigger than that even. So she goes to him. She goes, okay, he's Clifford and he's a big red dog. And the artist goes, I got you. <laughs> and then draws that and she goes, oh, good God. <laughs> and then he died. And she's like, well, this is all I've got. He's the only artist I knew. The whole idea of having somebody invent something and then killing the inventor so you only have like the one copy of it yeah clifford is mine (laughs) what is he what do you what do you what is the the artist goes i have clifford and she stabs him in the neck and then looks at the picture she goes what have i done (laughs) he's fucking disgusting (laughs) you fool (laughs) she sees how bad of a copy it is but for some reason she likes it (laughs) this is perfect i must use this (laughs) My issue now is I have no idea what the show or the books had Clifford do. Being big and red. Yeah, but... Just lumbering around, destroying That's all, that's all you could do. Yeah. It's a giant dog. He was like the size of a house. Bigger. He was what like was two he? or three times the size of their house. Do you think there's... Let's see. Clifford... It's a 20... There's a 2021 film? Of course. Man, I guess COVID has done something good. Holy fuck, he's huge. I told you. Look at that! He's, he's bigger than a skyscraper he's in that eating picture. A, a circle of New York City. I don't know what that is. It's like the like a disc, that's the like Epcot some... Center. <laughs> oh, he's not <laughs> Disney World. This one makes it. This I mean, there's no way a landlord, especially New York City, is going to be like, yeah, that fucking dog's going to be good. Look, look at that. There's no way. That's like a fucking. Well, you don't. You, you say, hey, landlord, I got a dog, and he goes, all right, fifty dollars a month, and you can have your pet in the here. girl. Clifford is so well-behaved. Maybe name. maybe that's the appeal of Clifford. He's so well-behaved that the girl can take him for walks. Emily is her name. Well, maybe. She what do you looks, mean, maybe? She looks like an Emily. That's her name. Is it? Yeah. I just... Emily Elizabeth. Yeah. Not her name. What do you mean, not her name? I forgot the last name. I just... I need, I need height and weight stats on Clifford. Distributed by... Paramount Pictures Worldwide. He is also the father of three... What is this? Father of three melons, and is known as... This This is just... 
there's no way this is real. It is. This is Wikipedia, so it's not some bullshit fucking fandom shit. And it says, distributed by Paramount Pictures Worldwide. He is also the father of three melons and is known as Sir Lord Clifford the Big Red Dog. You would get this lore if you read the books. Melons? I. He likes melons. It's in one of the books. Height. Let's see. He's, he's 25 feet tall from paws to head. Clifford can appear far larger. What the fuck does that mean? Depending on what angle you're looking at him from, he can appear larger. What can't a- appear larger? <laughs> what like is a- what a non-statement that is. <laughs> but it's true. It can look bigger. But, but it yeah. isn't true. That's Clifford is 25 feet tall, but remember, perspective exists. <laughs> what the- They're talking what the to the fuck? artists out there. Overnight, Clifford becomes approximately 10 feet tall. Because he, when it's first he's found, he's just a tiny little puppy. I'm thinking the more canonical height of Clifford is ten feet tall. That's still really tall for a it's, dog. I what do you, you? And he lives in an apartment. If that's not animal abuse, should you have him roaming? Why isn't he in Yellowstone or some shit? Just let him loose. You think <laughs> a bear's gonna be able to kill a ten foot tall dog? How tall are elephants? Elephant probably height. eight feet. Right, they've got to be ginormous. Nine feet and ten feet. So Clifford is as tall as an African bush elephant. Very cool. And you're having him live in your fucking apartment. Somebody needs to. Beat I'm the, imagining if you now, go to school with Emily Elizabeth, beat the shit out of her. I'm imagining now a bunch of Indians going on a on a war raid and <laughs> like just, a Lord of the Rings. Yeah, and and riding Clifford into battle. I bet. He, I think he's. I think he's too nice. But he can definitely move a lot more nimbly than an what elephant does can. Clifford do? Clifford, good one, Noah. In the animated reboot, Clifford is portrayed as a playful and helpful dog. Helpful dog. I mean, even even dogs that aren't actually helpful do very specific tasks. Sniff for drugs or help blind people not bump into shit. Or kill pigeons. One of the most helpful subtypes of dog. Are the ones that kill, are, are kill clay pigeons. Eleven. <laughs> you think? Yeah, sometimes. Not this time, though. It was actually made by Norman Bridwell, so you thought it was a lady, but it's right. It's this guy who who looks like a gross version of Stan Lee. But I think Norman Bridwell's still alive, so I guess he won. I must have been thinking of Emily Elizabeth as the creator. Clifford is named after blah 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 blah. He's red for a practical reason. What? It was red because I happened to have red paint on the drawing table that night. That's stupid. It's kind of like the Simpsons thing, though. Clifford is a bit of a mutt. That's fucking rude. Okay. Uh, All right, we're done then. (laughs) Yeah, never mind. (laughs) I don't want that mutt around here. I I just want to know what he does. Why is that so hard to figure out what he's capable of doing? Dog things. What do you mean? I don't... Yeah, but dog things. He's ten feet tall. So you can do big dog things. You know how fucking expensive it must be to feed Clifford? It's already a big enough gap when you go from feeding, like, a beagle to, like, a bass. Why do you think Emily Elizabeth had to get a second part-time job? She had to have her dad take out a reverse mortgage to pay for her (laughs) dog. Seems like a bad decision. I'm gonna start doing that. Buy a house and then immediately get a reverse mortgage. I don't know if you can do that. Legally, I can't. Yeah, legally, maybe, but you need some entity to okay that. Shit. <laughs> okay, this one just says, Clifford, be big. Oh? It's a national campaign? It only takes a little to be big. First of all, that's a pretty bold opening statement. 
That's a pretty cool opening takes a, statement. Doesn't it take a lot? I guess be big and then underlined is share, play fair, be a good friend, and be responsible and believe in yourself. Is that what being big is? Be kind, be responsible, have respect, help others. I thought big was going to be an acronym. Being big is about being big hearted. It's about having a big spirit. I see. They had a tire swing. They had a. a You're an alcoholic and you've got a big spirit. Oh, Clifford enables the worst people. <laughs> There was a tire swing, and Clifford had a rope around his tail, and someone was on the tire swing, which is fucking really dangerous. Being big is something we should all do more You're often. like, Mom, can we get, uh, or your mom says, you can have one spirit before you go to bed, and then that's the spirit you get as a, re- as a big spirit. It's a Clifford spirit. the dog-sized spirit. You're old enough to drink a spirit, and your mom says, you can have one spirit before you go to bed. It's a... <laughs> He's in a hot dog bun. That's pretty cool. That one's pretty cool. Clifford and I know that playing is a lot more fun when we share with our friends. Mm, that's not necessarily true. Can Clifford talk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, he's... Well, you all tried your best. Cleo, T-Bone, and I have rules How? to play by. I don't know. But it sure made me feel good that you tried so hard. I do like to oh, you know what it is? I think he's just talking to other animals, so that's why. That's how they get around it. He's not actually that, talking. He's just that would make sense. The other animals can understand him, and we're other animals in this instance. Okay, we're from the we're from the POV of the poodle. Maybe instead of fighting over that toy, we can all share mine. Remember, it only takes a little to be big. Can you look up Clufford the small blue mole? <laughs> He's microscopic. It takes a lot to be microscopic. <laughs> it's a different scholastic ad. Anyway, before we get too far into this. Yeah. I just, Let's actually <laughs> say this. Okay. I just want to lay out some chronology here. What does that mean? I just want to lay out a little timeline of events here. Chronology. Yeah, uh, chronology, some might say. <laughs> some with any modicum of intelligence <laughs> might <rude>. say. <laughs> it's a rude alert. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what that is. You don't even have to put a sound there. It's just so the audience can have a little timestamp of Colton being rude. Okay. I'm not going to put a sound there. I guess you can make your own sound of just like someone cursing, but all that is coming out is like pound sign, question mark, exclamation yeah, point, at symbol. It's from a Popeye's. It's <laughs> <laughs> when he's beating olive oil. As and they he does. And they don't want to show him swearing, so they just do the little symbols. He goes, yuck, 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 yuck. Did yeah. you eat my cabbage? <laughs> she goes, no, no one would eat that. No, it's shit. Canned <laughs> spinach or whatever. Does it come in a can? What does he get fresh spinach? Oh, he's a sailor. Fuck Noah, duh. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> and it's really cool how he can just squeeze the can. I forgot about that. <laughs> anyway. So we recorded a bunch of episodes kind of back-to-back to get a backstock of episodes. Yeah. And then we both kind of mutually, I thought, decided that's a good amount of episodes for today. Yep. We're going to we're going to move on. We're going to call it a day. We'll we'll rendezvous tomorrow. Sorry, <laughs> forgive my French. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> And we'll record some more because we're going on this trip and we want to make sure we got a backstock, yeah? Yeah. So you left. I finished exporting all of the audio stuff that I needed to export. 
and then I left. Okay? Correct. I think. I would hope you have That is correct. I'm not lying You're stuck to you. here. <laughs> I left. You've never left your apartment. I started heading to town. 15 minutes later, I got a call from you. Correct. And you are panicked. <laughs> no, panicked is the correct word. Fair. You were frantic. <laughs> Maybe panicked. <laughs> and you said, we needed to record another episode now. Because there's something you really needed to tell me. And I said, sorry, I'm in town. I can be home in like 30 minutes. And you said, not fast enough. Hurry up. And then you hung up on me. Mm. And then I got home. Yep. And, you know, as I do, I pull my keys out. I'm going to go unlock my door and come in, you know. And I look, the doorknob is gone. It's I don't even know where it is. It's just not on the door. Do fifth. you know anything about plead, that, plead, first of all? Plead the fifth. What? Um, that's what guilty people say. No, that's what innocent people say sometimes. <laughs> when? Well, so you don't know anything about the doorknob. Well, I know it's what you use to open doors. I know what a doorknob is. That's, that's not fucking, what I mean, that's and you know stupid. it. stupid. Anyway. I don't even know what deflecting is, but go on. <laughs> okay. So I go in, because my door, it doesn't even latch anymore, so the door, it's not like <laughs> wide open, but like it's not closed because there's no doorknob. So I kind of just push the door open, and I mean, nothing is gone. Everything is here. So the, the podcast stuff was moved around a little bit, but I don't, <laughs> whatever, maybe someone was looking for something. Anyway, I call you. Evidence, probably. Evidence of what? That's usually why people... People are normal... When people are looking for something, it's allegedly, normally evidence. Allegedly. If right. you're breaking and entering. Okay. Or, or just entering. Some say entering. Especially in an instance like this, it could be classified as just an E. You think taking my doorknob off and entering is not considered breaking? I think if it's off when I get there. What? <laughs> when you get there. Yeah. Okay. Then it's just entering. And then what... And you're saying... I'm, I'm saying in instances of just... Not, no B and E, but E. Okay. People usually look for evidence, which is also another E word. So maybe let's not add that many. Not, you want less let's not E over, words. Let's not overdo evidence in entering. Okay, so, so you're saying my doorknob is missing because of evidence and entering. You could put it like that. The doorknob, like... Not evidence per se, but in the... Like, it doesn't look the, like necessarily the, that the doorknob is broken off. It... It was, like, cleanly taken off, and it's just gone. It's not, like, lying on the floor. There's no pieces that I can find, not, like, a single loose screw or anything. I would the ask, doorknob's just gone. I'd ask your landlord. Sometimes that just happens. I've heard that happening. Are you just, your doorknob disappearing? Well, like, how addicts will cut off catalytic converters for to sell them for fun meth and stuff. Yeah, that's probably the same thing. Sometimes they run out of cars, because there's so few cars anymore after the what? famine. What are you talking about? And they'll use doorknobs for scrap. Okay. And then they'll take that to... Whatever. That's... Which, realistically, you'd probably make a lot of money if you did scrap metal and then also sold math. Uh, yeah, I suppose. That'd be a pretty good business. Uh, not really. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of ruminating, and we don't need to be, because that was not the whole point of this. That was just a... You didn't want a business idea? What? I thought you were going to start a meth dealing and doorknob scrapping business. No. I thought you did it. That was just kind of a side comment about the doorknob. I thought that was weird and I thought maybe you might know I, it's something It's funny because I was going to ask you about it. Yeah. Because I just, I just walked in. Yeah, you did, which also is not cool. Some might say it entering. <laughs> yeah, I would consider that entering. <laughs> but 
anyway, I get home, and obviously I spend a couple minutes trying to figure out the doorknob sitch, as we call it. Which really, I don't think, takes a couple minutes to... Well, I'm trying to figure it out. It's something you could probably understand upon pushing the door open. I like, recognized oh, immediately oh, that the doorknob wasn't there. And then you thought, let's think about this more. Well, I thought, first of all, let's try to see if anything was taken. That's, anything important. That's dumb. Next, let's try to find the doorknob. There's only been two murders ever committed where we live. And I don't want to be the third. And you're third. alive entering, so you don't think you're going to... You think it's... Anyway. I think there's a crime that, that was committed. Once again, we're talking about the doorknob, and that wasn't the point. So I called you, and you showed up, I mean, maximum 40 seconds later. I have no idea what you were doing, but you had to have been really close by. Couldn't have been. What do you mean, couldn't have been? I just, everywhere is 40 seconds away if you drive fast enough. That's... True. I, I Thank guess you. technically would know. <laughs> Cars have a maximum speed. I was looking... That's false. What? Cars don't have a maximum speed. What does that mean? Cars can go as fast as they want. That's not true. Literally true. Every... No. Every car's a Bugatti, if you believe. That's also not true. That's inherently... That's a brand. It's not... Yeah. You can just tell people that's what you drive. You show up in a Civic. That's like saying every TV is a Samsung if you want it to be. No. Oh. Once again, not the point. I just got this new TV. (laughs) I I thought it was really weird that you showed up that fast. But once again, not the point. The point was... (laughs) We recorded a bunch of episodes before this. Yeah. And you really, you had to tell me something so badly that you could not wait until tomorrow. You had to get me, like, I was doing stuff in town and I had to cut it short to come back to do this. And I want to know what it is that you, also, we're now like over 35 minutes into this episode and... I figured we would start recording and it would be like the first thing you said, but instead you wanted to talk about Red Bull. I, so what, what is the thing you wanted to tell me? You're missing a doorknob. You, you wanted, I knew, I knew immediately it wasn't going to go over well based on the, how you were harping on it. So I was hoping to avoid you just asking what it was. What? Okay, so you know, you know, like the, when a, a mob member. Yeah. Would do some on mob or like uh, uh, an associate of the mob would need to be kind of pushed in a direction or two. There'd be like a horse head in his bed or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, what? No, that seems a horse head. Yeah. Did they do? I understand like the concept of what you're saying, yep. but I it seems really weird to do a horse head. It I seems think, like there's easier things you could do, or a prized animal's head that you own, or like a fish, right? Well, like a dead fish, or you cut off somebody's earlobe. Well, I think um, maybe it's maybe it's based on where the what what sect of the mob you're from. Okay, but the one that you are familiar with did horse heads. Yeah, the one that was... It seems like that's a really expensive way to teach somebody a lesson. The horses are really expensive. And maybe you shouldn't have to be taught a lesson if you own a horse. Well, yeah, the horses are really expensive, but where do you think the head is coming from? Presumably the horse without one. <laughs> Which you had to pay for. Well, you would just you just kill the... It'd be owned by the associate. Okay, whatever, that's not... Whatever. What were you saying? I got home and there was a fucking doorknob on my counter. What? So I freaked out. I thought you were involved in organized crime. Because <laughs> I presumed it was from you. So, so you... I checked all the doors at my house. Right. 
all of my doorknobs. And I'm like, this could be even though the doorknob for my door doesn't look anything like the doorknobs on your doors. I'm only <laughs> correct. So, but you thought maybe this is one of my doorknobs. Well, knobs. if you had to fucking analyze for two minutes, oh, what was why did why was I able to push my door open? I was That's able. Not what I was analyzing. I was able to what give, are you talking give my about? situation a little thought, and I'm like, okay, I'm only two places ever: right. my house, stewing, and ruminating, uh huh, or here, right? And I'm like, this could only come from the second place I am ever at. So we finished recording. You left here before me. So okay, hang on. <laughs> so you were at home. Yeah. You came here. Yeah. We were in the same room the entire time. Yeah. You left before me. Yeah. And you went home, and there was a doorknob on your counter, and you thought, this must have been Colton. Well, it's weird if it's not yours, because you don't have one. So whose is it? Why would I have a doorknob placed on my countertop? That's also my question, because when you left here, there was a doorknob. That This is a weird X-Files episode. Something's not adding up, and no. I don't know what... So you, you found a doorknob on your counter, and you called me... And instead of saying a doorknob, because there's two, because there's one, so it's dos. Yeah, it was more. You know, it's weird. It's it's weird that it's considered a doorknob. Well, it's all connected into one thing, right? That's fair. Yeah. So I guess it forms a a doorknob. You just have to think of as two, right? So there's yeah, as a unit, there was a a doorknob at my house. And so you you called me, and instead of just saying, "Hey." Do you know anything about I this doorknob on yeah, my I'll, counter? Yeah, I'll say I went a little, little, little haywire, little above. You and said beyond. we need to record a podcast right now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you, I mean, you thought it was, it was like, big enough to bring up before even I could. And it was, yeah. That's also really weird. Is that it was? You were so frantic and it was so urgent, and you just were not gonna say anything. You wanted to record. I mean, and the, you just were like, "I've nothing. never seen." I a, I had to bring it up. I've never seen a Red Bull this big. <laughs> that it's not even just the Red Bull. We were talking about Clifford. And I kept trying to mention the doorknob, and you, you kept saying other things. Clifford is way more <laughs> obscure and just less pressing, though, right? Depending a lot on if less you're important the, for the immediate situation. Depending on if you're in the market to buy a big red dog. Nobody's <laughs> in the market for that. <laughs> Rude. You specifically wanted to record this to talk about the doorknob, and you didn't bring it up at all. What have we been talking about? <laughs> I brought it up. Good for you. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I don't, don't you feel better? I don't understand your logic. You could have just asked me if I knew anything about the doorknob over the phone. I freaked out, man. Yeah, apparently. I'm just worried. Maybe I'm involved in organized crime. Did you bring the doorknob? I hate this next part. I don't know where it is. What do you mean you don't know? What? What? I left. I realized I don't have my wallet. Because I planned on buying a Red Bull of normal proportions. Right. After I would leave. So if you don't have your wallet, how did you? I went back. Okay. And then I remembered, oh shit, I'm going to grab the evidence. And it was gone. Right. Yeah, evidence of there's no crime, right? Well, there's just a doorknob. I'm on your going counter. into it presuming a crime has been committed. You do live with your grandma, right? Did you ask her? She, the, she doesn't know what day it is. I just, she doesn't know what a doorknob is. She, she doesn't know what a doorknob is. It wouldn't shock me. So you didn't ask her. I I don't think she's involved in organized crime. It'd be weird. It'd be even weirder if an 89 year old woman would be involved in organized crime. Your aunts crime. and uncles have full access to your house as well, right? And they're there a lot. I think my uncle's stuck in the state of Wisconsin. 
Okay. Some people are stuck in the state of delusion. My uncle is stuck in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> okay. Well, so it wasn't him. That's, but yeah. the point is, there's other people that could have put the doorknob on the counter that wasn't me. And are but more people, likely to do that than me. That I don't know. Why would I put a doorknob on your half counter? Half the time I call you, you're like, I'm in Chicago. And you hang up immediately. And it's like, what the fuck is that? And where was Al Capone from? So there's there's some there's some puzzle pieces. There's some. You think I'm working with s- Al Capone? Well, some organized crime. Presumably his descendants in Chicago. <laughs> did Al Capone have kids? It'd be weird if he didn't. Would it? And uh, Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to have kids with a gang boss. I think every woman in 1920s Chicago would disagree with you. Every woman. I, at that point, too, I also don't think they have a choice. I don't think it's up to the woman to decide whether or not she wants a kid if Al Capone wants to fuck you. I don't think that's something you can just say no to. We ran the city. He also did my socks. But 1920s Chicago, isn't that, that when abortion was illegal and people would, like, do underground abortion? Or am I, I thinking, thinking of, of the railroad. Else? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking of the railroad. Yeah. What were you saying about socks? Al Capone, there's a, there's a, there's a book, a kid's book. Well, what? A, a, a RYA novel about Al Capone doing my socks. So it's not a kid's book, it's, it's an adult, it's an adult It's a book. really young adult novel. Al Capone does my shirts, my bad. What? Presumably if he does your Are shirts, you he also does your... about? Al Capone does my shirts is a historical fiction novel for young adults. It is for young adults, my bad listeners. In the book, Moose Flanagan. Moose Flanagan. (laughs) And his family moved from Santa Monica to Alcatraz Island, where his father-in-law takes a job as an electrician and a guard in a well-known Alcatraz prison. So. Okay. What? (laughs) Where did this come from? I don't know what. Your fucking Chicago involvement. Who you, who else, other than a a mob member, who else would have taken a doorknob off your door? And why is it at my house? Why, why are you involving fucking me in your crimes? I'm not doing anything. I didn't do anything. Yeah, allegedly. What kind you of warning is taking a doorknob off of a door? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't have anything to go off of. I don't own any horses, though. And neither do you, but you do own a door. Yeah, I mean... Or owned. Renting, really. It's I'm not renting, yours. I'm renting a door. <laughs> <laughs> I can barely keep up with my car payment, but this door payment also is killing me. Pay seven fifty a month for this door. I asked my landlord if I could rent a door, <laughs> and uh, just weirdly, the door came with a bunch of rooms. Because he said, if you're going to rent the door, you can have everything behind the door. I said, well, I just want the door, but yeah. I guess. So you left. You forgot your wallet because you wanted to get a regular sized Red Bull, which I also failed at. Yeah. So why did you get a twenty ounce? Uh, out of just astonishment. Okay. So, you left without your wallet, and you said, okay, I forgot my wallet. Also, I forgot the evidence that I was going to grab. Yeah. And you went back, and the doorknob was gone? Correct. What? (laughs) You're as behooved as I am. It couldn't have gone far. Did you look for it? I just don't think I moved it from the countertop when I got home. You don't think you moved it? But it could have rolled off as they are And you didn't look on the floor? Kind of more occupied about getting the wallet. <laughs> There's, I told you that I wasn't going to be home for like 30 minutes. You had time. I guess I was just nervous. What? If weird doorknob anxiety. Is that a subtype of anxiety? I don't 
think so. Until now. For wh- Why are you so anxious about doorknobs? Because you're involved in crime. I'm not involved in crime. <laughs> I think that's a very, very big thing to be wearisome about. I know I've kind of asked you this already. Why are you, you anxious already? about my criminal activity? I know I've asked jerk. you this already, but I feel like I'm just going to ask you point blank one last time. Okay. Do you know why my doorknob was taken off and did you take my did you remove my doorknob from my door is what i'm trying to ask are we on record yes no and you're not lying to me no i believe you <laughs> even with that shifty look in your eyes i believe you great i'm no okay now i'm part of this now i'm probably your informant now i'm gonna be fucking getting weird phone calls from people what? i got a, i got a i got a fucking text yesterday from somebody okay said, hey, it's Tina. Okay. So, who's this? And they show up on my phone as Tina whatever. So you have them in your contacts. Don't, actually. It's, it just must be the phone, the billing name. Okay. I, I, I don't know. And I, I, I said, who's this? I said, hey, it's Tina or whatever. Hey, it's Tina. Who's this? Said, it's Tina. How are you doing? I'm like, block. Like, I don't know you. Get away from me. How is, why is my, it's like I put my number on some public forum for it. Which also, <laughs> if it's one of you, fuck you. You were not on a, a name basis thing. Well, they're allowed to say this is my name. But are they also, not? Also, it doesn't, it feels more like the people we would attract that would reach out to me wouldn't have such a formal greeting. Yeah, they wouldn't be like, hey, it's Tina. They'd be like, hey, I was just, uh, <laughs> jacking off hey i <laughs> hey i just stole Col- colton's doorknob <laughs> sick that'll be the gleep mecca or the pilgrimage to mecca stealing your doorknob no <laughs> <laughs> do not do that so fucking funny he's so annoying if you, email, if you email me, I'll airdrop Colton's location to you. What? I don't know that. If airdrop I, is iPhone, I think, which you do not have. But can get. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I have a, a podcast-specific business iPhone. It's a, it's a, You can write it off. Write it off? The podcast isn't a business. You can't write it off. It'll start an LLC. If you want to pay for it. <sighs> I need money for the iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's either I start an LLC or I got an iPhone. Bitch. <laughs> I can't do both. How am I supposed to buy this business phone when I don't have a business? There's a limited amount of money in the world. There's a limited amount of liability companies. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was my thing that I wanted to talk about sort of before we got really into the podcast. But now if you want like to go back to I just like it because we can have a podcast with the air off and your apartment doesn't feel like, you know, someplace warm. Because there's a tiny hole in the door. Slight draft. Slight draft. We're inside. You could put a mosquito where's in that the because dr- of the door. Yeah, but where's the draft coming from? It's not the, the, the door doesn't lead outside. It's on you. I figure it out. I don't know. Stay in front of the door. It's a slight breeze. There's it's no, like, there's, it's not like a- there's another tenant blowing air through the other side of the door. And you think it's me and not that guy. Not the guy that conveniently shows up after you lose your doorknob and is now blowing air through your doorknob hole. That's actually, that's my neighbor and I asked him to do that. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> so yeah, he has nothing to do with it. Is, are you paying him? Or is he just... I'm paying him an exposure. Okay. Is there a ring? No. I told him I would mention him on the pod and I just did. <laughs> so now he's he's exposed to the world. Right. The air just stopped. That's all he wanted. Oh my! See, that's why I was gonna wait until the end. Clout, <laughs> fucking idiot, fucking clout chasing tenants. 
<laughs> now it's really hot in yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm already sweating. God, it's, it's weird how God, helpful that warm. was. That's why those Greek people had the fans and stuff and the servants. Not Greeks only, but you get it. Palm leaves. Does that, does that hold up for where Greece is? I think I think in yeah. Hollywood they were palm leaves because it's California. You're Hollywood. It's <laughs> 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 the greatest insult anyone's ever said. You no, know, I don't like being that city. <laughs> you know I'm not Hollywood. <laughs> you know we've talked about I this off air. I asked you specifically to never mention that. I've never sipped an energy drink, so this makes me feel like they're working. What do you chug it? Every other time I. Yeah, like, when I'd work at Cambria, I'd have a C4 and, like, two bronchade before work to Any, stay awake. Anytime someone opens a can of a drink, I go, jug, 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 jug. And I'm just trying to, I'm trying to start a chant to get them to pour it into a jug. You're encouraging non... I don't like it when people more drink formal, out of aluminum. Yeah, more formal drinking of canned yeah, drinks. Correct. There's some... That's like the lowest level of class, but I do appreciate that. <laughs> Where you put ice in a cup and then pour whatever you have in a can into the cup. Right. And then the problem is... And then is you, you put a little straw in there. Yeah. You see a little, little straw with like a, a little umbrella. Yeah. The problem is you see like this stuff looks like fucking motor oil if you pour it out in a cup. So there's a reason it's in a can. My mom driving us... Somewhere, me and my family. Insane, am I right, listeners? Yeah. <laughs> she was driving me and my family somewhere, and she was, she's like, I'm a little bit tired. And when she gets tired, she's got to drive was a longer distance. Was it a car distance. joke? No, I don't think she was too tired for that. Okay. She was exhausted. <laughs> was that a car joke? <laughs> that was a car joke. Nice. But she said when she gets tired and she has to drive longer distances, for some reason, it's like a little quirk. That she has to go to a gas station and buy just a pack of Twizzlers and just munch down on Twizzlers and that keeps her awake. Huh. And she said it can't eating something doesn't do anything. It has to be Twizzlers. I was like, weird, but okay. Yeah, if it works. Something she's been doing for like 30 years or something, you know, whatever. But I was talking to her about, you know, me with my cool random facts. I was like, did you know if you bite off the end of a, a twiz both ends of a Twizzler, you can use it as a straw? I forgot about that. <laughs> Holy, that's a that's a forgotten dinosaurs have feathers fact. And she said, yeah, when I was younger, I used to, when I was doing this, I used to grab a Twizzler and then I would drink a little bit of Coke out of a bottle with it. That's like glucose maxing <laughs> for energy. And my sister was sitting in the back seat and she goes, give me a Twizzler. I want to try it because mm -hmm. she had a, a soda. No, it's pop, but... <laughs> Not where we That's... were. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Well, it is there. <laughs> Fair. And she started drinking it, and she goes, "That's actually pretty good." And I said, uh, well, "Well, you know, pretty good as in I'm not going to do this all the time, but it's not bad." Yeah, it's cool to know. She's getting ready to go to college. Mm -hmm. She's of the college age, and I said, "I think it would be really funny." If you just made it your thing to always have a pack of Twizzlers and every time you're drinking something, drink it out of a Twizzler. And people will be like, that's a weird thing that you do. And she goes, doesn't everyone do it? <laughs> is it this is just a thing that My I, this is just normal. This. this is, yeah, this is just what we do. We got rid of fucking plastic straws and gave everybody, everybody got Twizzlers. <laughs> everyone that's got, got one like a Twizzler better, for lunch. We need to get Big Twizzler involved with the straw movement. <laughs> 
Yeah, instead of making like paper straws or whatever, I think all restaurants should just give out Twizzlers as straws. Perfect. Unless it's like the gross, multicolored Twizzlers. And I was like, since nobody knows you at the college, I think it'd be just a fun little thing to do where people are like, that's the lady that drinks out of Twizzlers. As that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like a weird thing that's like, ew, what the heck is she doing? I don't want to talk to her. Yeah, it's like. It's like, that's kind of a hip thing to do. You know, maybe be a trendsetter instead of a trend forgetter. (laughs) (laughs) As they say. There's a Seinfeld episode where I think... I mean, there's multiple. Elaine sees somebody eating a Snickers with a knife and fork, and then it catches on. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like that, she could be that, but for her college of the the Twizzlers thing. That (laughs) might take over. That'd be a big, big event. But I think it's something that only would take off at a college. Yeah, you need a group of malleable mind people. And then one person at the college makes a TikTok out of it. And suddenly the whole world is talking about it. I sober cabbed for a friend's little brother. He was nervous about the walk up because he really didn't know anybody. And then his friends were like five minutes out. And I had that stupid high vis vest from work. <laughs> I said, hey, you could just put this fucking high vis vest on and show me like, hey, I got a delivery. And I almost got him to do it, but he wouldn't do it. I thought that'd be funny. You're you're like thematically always that guy. That's got to take a toll on you. Isn't that how actors break down? Or like if Daniel Radcliffe wouldn't have ever moved out into something, he would always be fucking Harry Potter. When you're typecast as yeah. one role. Create the fucking high-vis guys here. I think that's a cool thing. I got a delivery and it's like, <laughs> we're underage kids drinking. <laughs> I hope not. I also think that... It is exhausting, yes, but it's worth it if you can get something really cool. If you get something dumb, you gotta try to abandon that real quick. There was a dangerous moment I saw. Like, this is the guy that sticks Mentos up his nose. <laughs> no, I did that one time. I <laughs> I saw my old boss, like the old truck I was on for Cambria. When we were leaving Friday, they were like leaving the Mayo Dock. We were going into it. So I talked to them, and then I get... Just filled with that just complete not acceptable for work energy <laughs> from being around them. And we we were moving stuff through an elevator and there's a guy working on some ceiling tile on a ladder. And immediately I go, hey, ladder boy. <laughs> and I just like, no, no anxiety, no nothing. What was that? I, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I can't say that. <laughs> Where am I? And it's luckily it's some fucking, <laughs> the guy comes out, he's laughing. He's like, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. I'm like, son of a bitch. And I text my old boss after that. I'm like, it's dangerous for me to be around you two. He's like, you're going to get in a fight one day. So that's what, that's what I'm shooting for is workman's comp of getting assaulted at work by something I say. You got near your old boss and you got some weird contact high. 100% it was that. <laughs> it was fucking crazy. That weird psychosis that I was in. Like, cool, we've returned here. And like I was telling you over the phone of me realizing that people hate it if you're happy. Or not hate it, but it's so strangely foreign it's not see. that they hate that you're happy, it's that they they hate that you're happier than them. Yeah, we were singing on Friday <laughs> as we were, that stupid Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls was on the radio. So like the whole way we were pushing, like, and we're pushing like 650, 700 pounds of fucking drywall through Mayo Clinic, just in the hallway. And I'm like, don't go chasing water. And there's fucking doctors that are just pissed. I'm like, God, I hate people being smiling and that's when all of the doctors are supposed to join in oh it'll happen one day if you're if you're fun 
you're like these guys are singing and then you just start joining in and if you if you're if they're walking down the hall and singing and there's like random nurses and doctors singing as they walk past and then obviously once you get out of the radius you stop but it, you, you kind of keep humming it yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> but if people started doing that then everyone would join like you would have the begrudging uh you know what are they called patients <laughs> I was going to say customer. <laughs> well, you, they are. You have, like, the, the patient that is, like, very angry and talking to, you know, one of the receptionists or something. Like, we need to figure this out. And then everyone would start Yeah, somebody in the background's it. pushing a cart of drywall past singing. You're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Where am I? What the fuck is this? And I imagine you have people, like, <laughs> in full scrubs you know just kind of doing their own nurse thing and they're kind of singing along you have the janitor who's like <laughs> very happily mopping. those people the a lot of the manual labor people even at the docks at mayo are pretty happy but then you get into the the medical field and everybody's yeah. like one bad day away from richard specking some nurses well, then what I'm hoping is that, you know, you have someone with, like, a broken arm standing in the hallway who starts singing along. And, and you then, cure them. And then you've got random patients that are just in their whatever gown and their butts hanging out. And they're, you Because know, <laughs> everyone takes their underwear off yeah, when you put the gowns on. And they're leaning out of their rooms and they're kind of humming along. <laughs> Some from a movie. Yeah, Some exactly. cool, wholesome, hallmark movie moment. Yeah, it's a hallmark movie moment where... This person just had a... Like, they just asked their crush out on a date. And the date's like, I have been waiting for you to ask me that. <laughs> and then he starts singing down the hallway. And then everyone starts singing Every along character you've this. seen throughout the movie appears yeah, in there's the hallway. A, and then he's kind of pushing the drywall down. And then there's like a little bit of a dance thing going on in the background. And then he, like, opens up the elevator. People are still singing behind him. He pushes it into the elevator, and then he turns around, and everyone's just working. It never happened. <laughs> <laughs> the The best comments are from people that you know have never done a day of manual labor in their life. And you'll be moving stuff, and they'll be like, that's drywall. That's hard work. And you'll be like, yeah, eh, it's not, not you that You know, it'd be harder if it was wet wall. It would be harder. It'd be <laughs> fucking awful if it was, like, soaked. <laughs> And it's all, like, flimsy when you move it. What are those things? It's those, crumbling a little bit. Those those lightning boards. Or that those wavy little sound things. You know that Christmas song that has it in it? Yeah, where it goes, Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. That's what they sound like. Basically. If no one's ever heard them, that's yeah. exactly what they sound like. It'd be worse to move those things. But then again, it'd be kind of fun. That's that's exactly instead of drywall. That's what he would be moving, and it would be like as he's dragging it behind him, it's going woo woo woo, and that's what people are singing along with. It'd be fun one day to just drag a like sheet of it through the hall. You don't have it on a cart. You're just pulling it on the floor. <laughs> Excuse me, first day. Well, that's that's what we're saying. If we piss anybody off, it's like first day. No matter how long we work there. You know, I think that's a good excuse. I don't think anybody ever blows up at somebody. It's crazy because I would use that a lot too when I worked in retail. Really? Yeah. It, someone would start getting mad at me. And I'd be like, sorry, I haven't worked here for that long. Meanwhile, I've been there for two and a half years. <laughs> and it, it's funny because you have the people that you work with that look over at you like, what do you mean you haven't worked here that long? <laughs> what are you talking about? It happened at Cambria. 
and it happens here. As I'm wearing like a worn name tag where like the name is like completely gone because of how old it is. Where anybody sees you happy at work, they assume like, oh, just wait until you're there a couple months and you'll hate it. <laughs> like, I don't. I have been here a couple months actually. And it's still fine. And I do hate it. Guess... <laughs> this hate is it. me hating it. Yeah, this is, I don't, yeah, it's at, like, I don't enjoy what I do, but I'm also not going to make things worse by being disgruntled about it. But then you realize there's people that have done what we do as, you know, like, whatever, in our 20s and stuff like that. that I'm in my wasted, 20s. Haven't wasted a lot of their lives, but they've done it for, like, a lifetime and a half of us. And you're like, oh, I get it. You don't have any other option to, like, reinvent your life. You're withered. You're kind of done. And you're <laughs> regretting doing this for however long. I get it. Maybe don't take it out on the new guy. <laughs> but I get it. I've only worked here for two hours. Yeah. You just said you've been here for months. <laughs> well, first day. <laughs> first day in this department. As if there's a department. I, I worked in HR before <laughs> this. And I can tell you what is not acceptable. And it's every, it's like my existence is basically not acceptable yeah, for this job. Any, anytime I smile, I get a, a demerit. It's written up. <laughs> and there is no merit. <laughs> I had more input, but these are really tough gummy bears. Yeah, you're just just munching down on some gummy bears. I mean, what the fuck? It is a tumor. That <laughs> poor gum. It's easier to see if you base it on his body. That's a body. Yeah, the gummy bear body. It's like a little gummy graham cracker. Oh, is that yeah? What were those called? Teddy grams. Remember those? Those weren't gummy. That's why I said it. So it's like a gummy teddy gram. Okay. Idiot. Which is a graham cracker that just looks like a bear. I think. Yeah. You're right. Why aren't they called Teddy Graham crackers? And they're better than graham crackers. It's a bear-shaped graham cracker. Because Teddy Grahams let you masturbate. <laughs> the website for Teddy Grahams is discoverteddy.com. Like it's lost. <laughs> like it's a lost reporter that they're trying to find that has disappeared in Asia. So this is a question that you definitely know the answer to. Why, Why? you know, there's that fun, fun, cool fact that everyone knows about graham crackers, but masturbation, they're supposed to stop you from masturbating. What? How? What? Is it just because you're eating graham crackers? I think it's because they're so plain. Which is like, wouldn't that give you... Just you just don't get excited. Wouldn't that give <laughs> it you takes more out of a high? Your... Wouldn't you want to replace the high, the dopaminergic high of coming from a food that also feels good to eat and not something that's bland? Yeah, they're like, we want to stop you from masturbating. Here's a tab of acid. Stop. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to, this will dull all the hormones in your body until you don't want to do anything. Let's see. Sylvester Graham, the anti-masturbation cracker. Before they were used for s'mores, people ate graham crackers to stop masturbation and other sexual urges. Its inventor, Sylvester Graham, was a oh, minister. Oh, it's because you always had it in your, like, the palm of your hand, so if you grabbed yourself, you're like, ow, 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 cracker! <laughs> Graham believed that consuming sugar, alcohol, and meat made people lustful, greedy, and sick. Which, realistically, if it makes you lustful, it's probably healthy, because then it promotes, you know... You're telling me... There's no sugar in graham crackers. There's definitely sugar in graham crackers. That was graham, one of the three things. Graham then made an alternative to the regular sugared and processed cracker at the time. He combined bran, wheat germ, and unprocessed wheat flour. You know what? This sounds more like hard tack than what graham crackers are now. Okay. So it, they probably... Well, graham crackers now also have like honey and stuff yeah, too. They probably tasted flavor. like shit. And then the Bisco's like, hey, the, let's just these make these taste better. These don't sell very yeah. good. Remember the snacks we'd sell that make people jerk off? Let's go back to that. They're like, okay, so 
it is stopping people from masturbating when they eat them, but nobody wants to eat them. <laughs> Graham and his anti-masturbation diet grew a cult-like following enough that he could build boarding houses around to practice its beliefs. His followers were called what? His followers were called Grahamites. No, <laughs> and they were they were famous for their odd Graham health practices. Why aren't their they called crackers? Their practices included taking cold showers, sleeping on hard oh mattresses. God. It's the same this alpha male so boot against, camp shit This guy's so against sex. In He's a like, bland we need, we vegetarian <laughs> diet. It's like, hey, you want to, you don't want you, you don't want to jerk off because you were dying. You didn't have any nutrients that promoted reproduction. He's like, this is it. This is what got it. You know, you know, you're the, malnourished. You know, you know the thing you do when you're starving. You know how you feel when you're starving, and your body's like, if you're almost dying, you're not going to want to have kids. Let's fucking copy that. You're going out into the wheat fields and munching on raw barley. Despite all the health claims of his diet, Graham died at a relatively early age of 57. His followers distanced themselves from the movement shortly afterwards. They're like, oh wait, this doesn't make you live forever? Fucking idiot. It had to be. He died and everyone kind of... He was given a speech, you know? They were doing a symposium of sorts and Graham just died while he was on the mic and everyone kind of just looked and they probably gathered around him and all masturbated onto his corpse. Look at this picture. What is that? It's uh, it's the, called the Vegetarian Crusade, the rise of an American reform movement from 1817 to 1921. It looks to be a turnip. That's a hundred years. A turnip and or radish grabbing onto a very malnourished man. Yeah. Masturbation was the worst, he proclaimed, because it inflames the brain more than natural arousal and amounts to self-abuse. Eating and drinking delicious foods, including meat, coffee, and spices, stimulated those sexual urges, he claimed. He was on a strong anti-masturbation crusade. He said, if you're eating meat, you're acting like an animal and you should avoid those types of primal instincts. Like Not urge, all animals eat meat. Like the urge to have sex. This is just so stupid. Wouldn't you think if you're acting like an animal, it's probably for a reason? Because you are an animal. And it's, like, healthy. You know what I mean? Like, okay, this is my most natural instinct. Let's follow this. Shouldn't you listen to most of your urges? It's like your body trying to tell you something. Don't you think those urges exist for a reason? That's why we That's why we still exist. This next section is called Hard to Chew. <laughs> which, which, if you think about a graham cracker. Do you think there's, still like, original graham crackers still around that you can buy? I honestly think it'd be, like, hard tack. Because it makes it sound like... His own special process for making these, they were just terrible. It was stale tasting and hard to chew. It would be hard on our modern palate. It was partially a response to the rise of industrial baking, which he thought was less was a less healthy form of bread. That's actually true. But. So he's, he's got like one for five. Anti-tobacco, meat, coffee, alcohol, and tobacco. It's like the things people really like. He's like, fuck it. <laughs> they're, they're probably still around now for some dumb sex reason. I wonder if he had kids. Sylvester... Stallone. I bet. He, I mean, he's a minister, so he probably didn't have kids. More like he's a he's a menace. He's a men. Sorry, he's a minister. <laughs> he's because he's ruining lives. Accepted medical opinion. So there was this cholera pandemic that happened from eighteen twenty nine to fifty one, which is a long time for a fucking pandemic to go. On. Yeah. But it says accepted medical opinion was that the best way to prevent contracting cholera was to eat plenty of meat, drink port wine, and avoid vegetables. So the thing that the CDC is like, do this, and the FDA agrees, eat these things, and then you don't have to worry about the pandemic. Sylvester Graham is like, we need to not do that yeah, thing. Yeah, it, it couldn't be that. This guy's just a nutcase. <laughs> Drinking pure water and eating a vegetarian diet anchored by bread, which is just so nutritionally void of anything. 
sleeping on hard beds and avoid avoiding warm baths. I just why? And I get that there's a kind of that today of like cold plunges and shit like that, but it, that's different though. To make your life around it. Yeah, you're saying I can't take a warm bath ever? As a skilled and fire... I get the benefits of, like, a cold shower and stuff like that, but I can't ever take a warm bath? Animal flesh was banned from Gramite... Ugh, Gramite. Gramite homes, but eggs were allowed to be eaten at breakfast. That's... Okay, There, that's where you're getting some of your viable fucking... But that's not enough, right? If you ate a lot of eggs, but it definitely wasn't happening. No, because they're only eating it for breakfast. Unless you do only eat breakfast. What? You eat like 20 eggs. You're only eating breakfast and graham crackers? Graham was one of <laughs> early, one of the earliest food faddists. So this then has to get into history. Ancient history. Do, 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 do. Wasn't there... Who thought beans were gross? Which is true. Beans are fine. It wasn't Plato against... Fun to play with, not to eat. They were talking about beans the whole time. Bean people. Oh, the bean people is a manufacturer and fucking south africa god damn it <laughs> being oh, religion where you don't eat beans yeah pythagoras where vegetarians and pythagorean at one time came to mean vegetarian however their creed prohibited the eating of beans the reason is unclear perhaps because the flatulence they cause perhaps as protection from potential favism Sounds but, to me but like most likely from magico religious reasons. Sounds like Pythagoras was not a fan of fruit, which beans are. Are they? They're a magical fruit. <laughs> the more you eat, the more you poop. Yeah. <laughs> I bet I've heard that. <laughs> That's another fucking Dave Ramsey. Rice and beans. That's Dave Ramsey's the new Sylvester. Rice Graham. and beans? Rice and beans sounds like a comedy duo. you'd be a pro dave ramsey comedy duo that would blow up with baby boomers that have terrible credit scores and no money what would that even consist you're just making dave ramsey jokes yeah (laughs) yeah my son asked if he should get a credit card the other day and then it'd just be wheezing (laughs) (laughs) i think you know what i told him (laughs) you're just reiterating and now he's 35 and can't qualify for a fucking mortgage (laughs) <laughs> You're reiterating everything Dave Ramsey says, but in the form of a joke. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's perfect. So I was on Baby Step 2 the other day. If you could actually pull it off, I bet you could make a lot of money. <laughs> you do a pro-God, pro-Dave... Everything Dave Ramsey believes, you copy his philosophy and make a comedy group out of it. And I was It's think- rice and beans! I was thinking... Isn't having an emergency fund an emergency? And then you you could wait for about four minutes for that laughter to die down. <laughs> <laughs> Probably another like five minutes of Dave Ramsey getting on stage and then talking about it. You make a joke and then he, without a sense of humor, gets into really hit home the importance of having an emergency fund. That this it isn't a laughing matter and it is an emergency. <laughs> So I was listening to Dave the other day, you know, as we all do, and uh, Jonathan called in. You guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and uh, let me tell you about his debt crisis. <laughs> you just say everything the same. I'm getting a call here. Let me answer that. Are you? Mellow Yellow. Coco. What's up? Um, I'm I'm recording a podcast, Rooney. Tanner, you fucking gleep. That's oh, nice. that's a that's yep. Yeah, he called he called you a gleep. I don't know if that's a compliment or if that's a 
a bad thing. Yeah, unfortunately my phone's doing some weird shit right here. Radio static noises whenever you talk, so that's weird. Well, no, that's just the radio that I'm playing in the background. I, I don't think so. Oh, uh, shit. There's a fucking squirrel just slowly crossing the screen. <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the Cubs game, but it turns out there isn't one going right now, so it's just static. <laughs> Yeah. It's one of my like 100 pastimes. 100 pastimes. Listen to the other 99 right now. Um, football in general. Okay, uh, like the soccer. I, I yeah, that also yeah. So yeah, we'll go. We'll go with. Uh, I'm interested in the World Cup. I'm interested in like all the FIFA leagues. Um, I'm interested in. I swear, if every all 100 things you say are sports, I'm gonna actually shut the phone off. <laughs> um. So then there's the NFL. Baseball in general. Okay, of course. I fuck with baseball heavy. Yeah, Um, you you big into uh, lacrosse? No, not so much on lacrosse. NHL maybe. Some NHL is pretty fun to watch if it's on. That's not one of my passions. You big Gretzky guy? (laughs) Nah, and then uh, then we get to my YouTube stuff. Uh, YouTube is like I just kind of like browse there when I'm bored so it's like really random like sometimes I'm like watching like one piece stuff or like sometimes I'm nerd. watching like <laughs> I'm watching Dragon Ball stuff nerd nerdier uh, watching trailers for new games okay um, you're gonna have to speed games. this up friend <laughs> I mean we're we're talking about a hundred things you gotta go faster man you're only well, on I'm four at, I'm at at least like 12 okay you're on tw- so you have 38 more um I'm up going to play basketball Right. Well, that is that not the same as just being interested in baseball? No, nope, different things. Uh, no, no, it's different because like watching it is different than playing it. So it's two different pastimes. I'm a bit of a big base boy, if I do say <laughs> so Kickball is pretty cool. I, uh, I played Tucker's kickball league this year. I definitely would say that's a pastime I could get more into, aside from the two times I won. Um, so I guess there's like put an asterisk next to that one, but like yeah, what? That one doesn't even count. Uh, harassing my friends, that's probably my favorite pastime. Is there any other sports you really like? Um, I'm trying to think. Dodgeball, I haven't played that in a while, but I, I'm always on the lookout for a dodgeball league in the area. Are you? You should always be on the lookout for a dodgeball. Yeah. If you can if you can dodge a ball, then you can dodge a bullet or whatever <laughs> from that. Remember that one movie where he was shooting people at the dodgeball tournament? <laughs> I don't think there's a movie about somebody shooting people at the dodgeball tournament. Yeah, well, maybe you just never watched it. It's called um, Dodgeball Massacre. Any other sports you really like? You got you know. got 19 more you got to list. Fris- frisbee golf. Uh, frisbee golfing. LOL. Frisbee golfing. Frying Frog, disc. frog golf. <laughs> Thinks it's called a frisbee. Frisbee? <laughs> Do you mean disc golf? <laughs> I also do a pretty good job at going out of my way to avoid people sometimes. That's a good pastime. Oh, you know, amen to that. I'm actually really good at avoiding people you want to see. <laughs> You're such a <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> he calls you to inquire about your day, and you're like, I'm more important than you. I talked to him for 60 40 seconds. Oh. Oh. You 40 minutes and 60 seconds. You want to hear about another the last fad diet we'll talk about? 
Yeah, sure. Lord Byron tried all kinds of fad diets and devised one, coined the vinegar and water diet. That's disgusting. Isn't it? Some people say it would cycle perpetually between self-starvation, measurements, and binge eating. He just had binge eating disorder is what this is. I was going to do a funny joke where I combined like the word water and vinegar, and then I decided better of it. Good job. (laughs) I think we've all grown as a podcast (laughs) together. I decided um, those two words specifically. I guess vinegar specifically should not be combined with other words. I think we got to change that word. (laughs) It's close to the M word. All right. I'll call him back. I was just memeing. I'll say, I'll say, I was just messing around with you. I'll say that verbatim. Watch. Watch. You got pranked. I got you. Remember when I got you? Uh oh. He's not saying anything. Is the Cubs game on? Is the Cubs game on? Oh my god. I think you've been got. <laughs> he got me. I called into a void. No, you're all needy. This is what they say when they're talking about the call of the void. He hung up on me. Get pranked. Whatever. That ruined the mood. <laughs> I'm no longer horny. <laughs> I'm getting a call. I love that fucking ringtone. <laughs> Salem cigarettes. Mellow yellow. You're on the pod. What's up, dude? I had no idea you were on the podcast. Yeah, it's weird that you call me right now. What's up? Yeah, it's crazy, man. No nothing. I'm just chilling. You wanna you wanna read a joke from the book? <laughs> uh, I can't read. What? I'm illiterate. Okay, that is not something I knew about you. That's very weird. We could do a joke. Do you know a joke? Do you know a jo- do you know a joke then? That's not from the book. A pod safe joke. It's oh. yes. Yeah, it's got to be SFP safe for pod. I don't know what that means. What? What, what words am I not allowed to use? Um, you're trying to avoid slurs. Yeah, <laughs> you're not allowed to say <laughs> or. The yeah, I don't know. Do you guys hear about that one? that ran into the bar though what no yeah it turns out it was just one of those little pipelines that goes behind your toilet you just didn't realize he was that short <laughs> that's, not even, that's not even a real joke i know it's not <laughs> i'm going with all over the podcast my guy what was, what was that you can't say that i thought it was pretty funny <laughs> I gave you one rule. <laughs> and you didn't follow you said, it. You said I can't say or something else, so I didn't say those. <laughs> I very specifically asked you to tell me what I can and cannot say. I mean, I guess. I just won the game. It wasn't a game. The game, Randall Weems, fuck. Everything's a game. Life is not a game. Life is unfair. You ever seen Malcolm's Middle We section? should all play Life the board game together. Have you ever seen a burning nug inside the slide for your bond? No. Oh, well, see, that's that's where we're at different levels in life right now. <laughs> that's such a pretentious a thing to say. i the totem pole in you, I guess. What? You think dropping a nug in your bong puts you higher on the totem pole than me? <laughs> yeah. Get shit on. Alright. Uh, read, read me another joke. This is This is ending the podcast.
This is ending it? Okay. Yeah, so this is this is the last thing that's going to be said on the podcast before we fade to black. Well, this isn't a video podcast. And it's but not like, a Metallica song. But the uh, the audio equivalent of fading to you black. You could just put the it. whole audio of fade to black oh, by yeah, Metallica yeah, really here. Good one. It goes like this. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's perfect. Okay, screw him. That's so funny. He pulled a me. If you want to get the Mario. podcast canceled forever, just put any Metallica song in there, and it'll be canceled. <laughs> They're very bad with copyright. Well, I guess that's the, I guess that's the end. Well, I got to so pee. And- go pee then. Oh, I can't pee when you watch. I wasn't planning <laughs> to watch. Okay, good. <laughs> I was planning on peeing, so this works. Can I watch? No. <laughs>